Sports Report, Mother's Day edition, because we're only going to talk about moms. Just kidding. I'm your boy, Big Flag. <laughs> it's an all WNBA edition. <laughs> all WNBA edition. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as always, coming in from that satellite of love is Julian. I called you fucking retarded. You're good. Um, so, really, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And uh, let's get down to business. Did you watch Game 6 last night? Uh, I did not get a chance to watch it, but I uh, kept up with it. Oh, right, you were, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was at work, but uh, I definitely know what happened. I watched the highlights when I got home and stuff. Yeah. Holy shit. Incredible milestones forever. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it's a classic rocket. You know? <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I don't know how else to, like, you know, if, you know there's, there's no shame in going down to the Golden State Warriors. This is a once in a generation team, you know? Uh, but the, the way the Rockets do it, you're just like, what the, like, you are built to beat them and you still can't do it. Yeah. Um, honestly, they're built with lesser players. That's what it is. Not that they're not great, but yeah, it's a sad state of affairs for the Houston Rockets again. Um, yeah, you have Kevin Durant injured. Steph Curry had his coldest game ever. Yeah, the first half. Yeah, I think he only had like two points in the going into the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, some stupid shit like that. But, yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about, I'll talk about the, the, the Warriors here in a second, but I'm still just like, man, the Rockets collapsed again in epic fashion. They had the lead several times throughout that game, um, but every time it, oh, yeah. every time they pulled up, they would get careless and fucking turn the ball over or fucking air ball or fucking missing layups. How the fuck do you miss a layup? Like, that shit was weird to me. Man, but. Yeah, I mean, it happens, but it's also like, man, you're the, you're supposed to be the fucking second seed in the West, you know? Yeah. Like, everybody's calling Denver frauds, but, you know, fucking Houston once again unceremoniously ushered out against <laughs> the, you know, <laughs> against the Golden State Warriors. And even I, I was like, I was like, I don't really know who to root for because I would rather the Nuggets have played the, uh, gotten the chance to play the Rockets instead of the Warriors, just because I think they have a better shot of winning if they have a, they play the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but at the same time, I was like, but if the if the the Warriors close it out tonight, 
I can watch the fucking game seven on Sunday, which I am very excited about. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a. Uh, we almost had three games for Mother's Day, moms. If you like the NBA, that was your gift from the basketball gods. Still got two games, but uh, yeah, yeah. It, but fucking yeah, I agree with you. I I, I feel like Houston would have been a better matchup for Denver. Um, we also have to have that game finish on Sunday, but we'll get there in a second. Uh, yeah. Even the the Warriors right now, you know, St- Steph Curry having his you know thirty thirty three points in like twenty minutes or some shit like that. Um, that I mean, he just went off in the fourth quarter. Yeah, was it was crazy. crazy. That is even with the injured Kevin Durant. That's why the Warriors are still the scariest team to play right now because you can have your best players play like shit all game, and then when it mattered. Fuck, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I mean. Clay Thompson stood up, you know, stepped Mm -hmm. up. You know, you still have Steph, you still have Steph Curry, you know. Yeah, Kevin Durant's probably the best player uh, playing basketball at the moment, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just between him and LeBron. You can't sleep on this one, you know. Steph Curry just... It's like, cool, Kevin Durant can have this team, but it'll be mine the second he leaves. Right. And Steph Curry's fine with that. Yep. Yep. But it was a good game. Watch the highlights. Um, but the Houston Rockets, like Julian just said, once again have unceremoniously left the tournament of the National Basketball Association Championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <But>, okay. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Boston? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's talk about Boston. All right. First of all. Well, that series did not go the way I was thinking. (laughs) No, it wasn't even close, man. I was expecting at least six games. Nope. Yeah. Done in five, baby. I was, yeah. Honestly, I thought, like, Boston was going to take it in five, probably. But... Man, I I was man, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, shit, I was too. Fucking, uh, God damn it! There's just so much shit I want to talk that I can't even get my facts straight. Uh, God, okay. So first point, you and I thought they were taking a five because we were expecting the team that made it last year to show up. Uh, yeah. E- even though the regular season was kind of weird, we're like, well, playoff basketball, Celtics always do some different shit. With Gordon Hayward and Kyrie, this should be not a cakewalk, but they should do fucking well and go far. Wrong. Yeah, no, it, it, it was just like all their problems from the, the fucking regular season came back. Yeah. Kyrie started fucking just was cold as ice and just not playing his best ball. And, no, he had one good yeah. game that series. Fucking dude, yeah. Gordon Hayward had probably like one of his worst seasons ever, but that's expected. The dude like shattered his ankle. You know, I get that trepidation coming back. You're not going to be yourself for probably like two or three seasons, honestly. Um, Kyrie though, it's got to go. It's got to go. I mean, obviously we know he's going to leave, but fuck, get out of here. I think Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Last game wasn't even close. Ninety-one to one sixteen. No, it was fucking bad. 
And again, most of those points were scored in garbage time, so it was never close. It was never yeah. close, man. I mean, that series was never close. <clears throat> Fucking the Greek Freak was cold that first game. Or was it the second game? I can't remember which one they won. But he was cold as fuck. Uh, like, yeah, and then he won the second game. Yeah, and then he was like, uh, yeah, I'm about to just shut shit down. And he did. And that's why he's the fucking MVP candidate. Uh, they, yeah, I'm just, it's it doesn't, okay, here's what sucks for me. It's knowing that the team can do so much better because they did so much better with literally the same team they had last year. Um, so, like, that shit, it do, I don't want to say hurt. That's not the right word. I guess frustration is the right word. Um, I'm frustrated with that shit. Yeah, I because you expect you expect them to do at least as well, if not as best, if not better. Right. If you're working with roughly the same pieces. Right. Like, yeah, I can see how that could be frustrating, and it's you know, and it's the Bucks. You don't expect the Bucks to actually do make you know make damage or make noise. <sighs> but Milwaukee's done what they've been doing all season just taking care of business quietly taking care of business as long as it's a Canadian team doesn't win the NBA title we're good so I can't believe I'm about to say this 76 is better win he can't this time so I know (laughs) fucking um, but yeah Kyrie Irving there's already reports that like during the season he was talking to LeBron about playing on the Lakers with him again or pretty much whatever team LeBron goes to because well, LeBron's on the Lakers for at least for another two years, so yeah. And there's even God damn it, there's like people uh-huh. in Genie Buss's circle telling them to get rid of LeBron as soon as they can because he's not what they need, and it was all wrong for them to bring him there and all types of shit. But that's off-season speculation. We're still in playoff basketball. Um, I don't want to say fuck Kyrie Irving. But the nigga thinks the earth is flat, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know if the earth is flat. He's just asking questions. <laughs> he seems to have some questions. But yeah, next season, um, if they can keep the pieces that they have, because I'm pretty sure most of the guys want to come back and play for Boston, and they're a pretty young team. Um, so here's the not frustra- frustrating part about it. Gordon Hayward gets better, Kyrie leaves, and then I think we're... Up there again. It should be a fucking contender for the top two seeds in the East. But moving on. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> Kyrie was all about wanting to wanting to lead a team. Now he's going to go to New York where, you know, they'll get to lead one of the premier franchises theoretically. But Yeah. And we'll do, we'll she see won't how do much shit like that. He's the. They got high, high expectations in New York, too. Oh, even higher than here in Boston, you know? Like, uh, like, come on, man. Yeah. It's even because they haven't fucked. The Knicks haven't won shit. And, whew, good God. I don't even. It was before the 80s, <laughs> I think. Um, no, the last time the, the Knicks won a champion or an NBA championship was in the 70s, mid-70s. It might have been before the merger. That's what I was saying. I was like, because I, I was like, I know they didn't win in the 80s. Uh, and that's kind of like as far as I go back in basketball, about about eighty three yeah. or something like that. Hey, you know, they came close in the nineties, but yeah. So he's know. go to New York, have with even greater expectations, like the book, and fucking 
He's going to suck it up. He's going to suck. He's the guy, Kyrie Irving, he's like the coworker or the the classmate that you have to do a project with who talks all the shit in the world before the teams are picked. Oh, whatever team I'm on, we're going to win this science project. And then you get to the team that he's on, and then he sees how much work you actually have to do to win the science project and then loses and complains about his team and not how he can get better. That's Kyrie Irving. Go somewhere else, bro. Go. Yeah, I think he's, uh, I think he's, he'll, I don't know, it's just like Kyrie just seems like one of those guys who's like, this is what I want. Oh, shit, no one does not. Yeah, no, like, he, yeah, he gets what he asks for and realizes he can't handle the shit, you know? And it's a dick move. Not everybody can be LeBron. To LeBron's credit, he'll have hissy fits and shit, but he'll pull a fucking team to victory, you know? Um... Kyrie can't do that shit. Yeah, Kyrie can will you, will like two or three victories out of a team. Kyrie, Kyrie definitely cannot do that. Just maybe for the next couple of years, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. All right. I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis. That could be a that's a good one-two punch. Yeah, that would be nuts. But again, it's Kyrie, so. Oh man, Michaela Sheffron is hawking for Barilla pasta, and it just threw me off for a second. <laughs> Get the the red pasta, uh, the pasta with the red logo. Yeah, the blue box and the red logo. Calzone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about um, briefly because. We don't. I'm pretty sure we don't have much to say other than the 76ers better beat the Raptors because the Canadian team cannot win the National Basketball Association <laughs> fucking championship. <laughs> Toronto will fuck it up somehow. Toronto has to fuck it up. It's cool. Drake just Besides, needs to. Uh-huh. Ben Simmons decided that he was a basketball player, so maybe he'll continue to do that. Like <laughs> the next two games. <laughs> We just need Drake to get on that bandwagon again, and they'll be fucked. Hey, man, if the 76ers make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, that proves that they, you know, that the tank worked. Yo, that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for hitting upon that, because I honestly, I wouldn't have thought about that until, like, basketball was over. Um, Good point, because we were talking all types of shit about them. All types of shit about them. Yeah, and but, you know they're they're <laughs> right now they're on the cusp of proving proving me wrong that you know tanking works and if you do it right you stockpile the right picks you know the see now here's the other the flip side of the tanking shit how can you do it right when so much so much of it is random you know yeah so obviously I mean, you, you play the cards that you're dealt has a big part of it. Yeah, no, for sure. But it's like you play the cards that you dealt. But you know, if you don't, yeah, because they were trading away motherfuckers for picks later. Yeah, now they did it. They did it the right way. What what they couldn't control, yeah. they ended up controlling via trades and fucking draft swaps and all that crazy shit. So yeah, good for them. Everybody go tank. <laughs> and then finally, there's there's the Mother's Day game, Denver versus Portland. 
I'm uh, I'm rooting hard for Denver. I would really like to see them get crushed by Golden State. I I honestly I genuinely believe Denver is going to win uh, this game uh, unless. And again, I'm gonna sound like a real sports guy here. Unless Damian Lillard has like a freakish game, um, even more so than he did uh, on Friday or whatever day that was, Thursday. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't see the, I don't see the Trailblazers beating Denver at home. I don't see it. Not during Game Seven, Denver at home. I, I don't fucking see it. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on the home court advantage. Um, with the home call advantage in the NBA, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think NBA officiating is corrupt, but it's corrupt for everybody. Yeah, whatever the home team is, gets those calls. Right. You know, that's it's like I'm not racist. I hate everybody. I'm like, oh, tight, but fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's an equal opportunity corruption. There we go. Yeah, they don't give a fuck as long as you're but, uh, at home, baby. You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I can imagine <laughs> if Golden State had lost to Houston, and it was like gonna gonna be like Denver and Houston for the Western Conference. I imagine the NBA would have been like, "What are we gonna fucking do?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but uh, luckily, Golden State did their job. Yeah, I, I think I think Denver's gonna take it. Uh, there's no reason to think they shouldn't. They're uh, Joker's healthy. You know, Jamal Murray's fine. You just need one of them to do well. If one of them does well, then the other one tends to like rack up enough to make a difference. Yeah. Also, if and the the anomaly that is Will Barton, where sometimes he's just on, and then other times it's just like, sorry, oh no. Just way <laughs> off. Didn't even touch the rim. <laughs> oh god, that hurt my chest. Oh. oh so, but uh, yeah, it's it's nice. I'll be. I'm excited to watch a game seven um, tomorrow afternoon. So that'll be cool. And uh, go Nuggies. But otherwise, uh, okay. Here's the question. Yeah. So, um, uh, Yusef Nurkic. Is a um, is a Serb is a Bosnian uh, ethnically Bosnian, mm-hmm. and uh, Joker uh, is ethnically Serbian, uh, the Serbian minority in Bo- and uh, and during the Bosnian War, and uh, you know there was a Bosnian War in the nineties mm-hmm. against those two groups. Nurkic on Friday wore a shirt with the names of dead. Uh, Bosnian commanders of the war on it. Do you think he was trolling Joker? No. No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been a sign of respect, or that's the thing. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know enough about his feelings towards that. I mean, I'm sure he feels one way or another, but you know, I don't know if he's like, hey, you know, we should be peaceful and we're all friends now and shit like that, you know, of the new generation or if he's a hard ass, you know, like his grandfather's still in him, you know, like, fuck those guys and shit, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I, but I, I was like, I was like, huh, <laughs> and then 
the only thing that Joker said about it is like, you know, it's great that like, you know, I know he like had a really bad leg injury, so it's great to see him moving around and being so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. Because I'm like, those, you guys are on opposite teams and are, uh, <laughs> that war was about ethnic, like, cleansing. That was an ethnic war. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, I remember that shit because when we were, when, when I grew up in Chelsea and, uh, Honest, we got a lot of refugees from war zones all over the world. Um, and I definitely remember um, a lot of Bosnians and uh, Serbians and shit coming to Chelsea when I was a kid. And that was when I found out that white people can be Muslims and fucking were Islamic and shit like that. And I was like, wait, what do you mean you're not Christian? You're white. And he said, that don't mean shit. And I was like, yo, that's fucking crazy. I didn't know white people could be Muslim. Um, cause I yeah. did, cause all the Muslims I knew were fucking from like Somalia and fucking, you know, other African regions and shit, uh, growing up. So I had well, no yeah. fucking clue. Well, no, I mean, even as I, even as I, as when I was a little kid, I thought it was primarily like an African American religion. Cause the only real exposure to Islam I had was from fucking Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. I was going to say, it was like Louis Farrakhan or the fucking Malcolm X movie. Either one. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the. Yeah, and I was too young to see X at the time. So. <laughs> no, it's a man. It's a long one, but it's good. Uh, the uh, yeah, so, no, yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. I X is great. Oh it's, no, I know. <laughs> I've seen it now. <laughs> Hell yeah! Get your hand out my pocket. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, what it was? I'm down with the cause. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's interesting, man. Getting back to sports. Fucking, uh, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, having said all that, I also believe the Nuggets will take it tonight. I mean, excuse me, tomorrow. As of this recording, tomorrow night. Um, yeah, Nuggets will take it. I don't think yeah. it's going to be a blowout. It'll be a close one. Probably five points. Yeah, I would say within five or uh Five or like five or seven points. Yeah, it's gonna but, be good though, and it's the early game. Yeah, one thirty time. So I'm gonna say Golden State, Denver, and Milwaukee, uh, Philly for the finals. Yeah, and then probably Milwaukee, Golden State for the final. Finals. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I agree with that. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. The only the only thing about Toronto, t- Toronto's nasty. Kawhi Leonard's a beast. Toronto is. Yeah, Ugh. but it's like I don't know. It's it's just one of those things where it's like every year I feel like Toronto is like, oh, we're we're so bad. We're the biggest motherfuckers. You know, we're the baddest motherfuckers in the room. And then they're just like, oh, flamed out. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and it's a, it's a home game too, so. For the uh, for the Raptors, so mm. I mean they could they could do it. Yeah, Ka- Kawhi could just put that team on his back and just lift it up. But I'm just being xenophobic. I just don't want a Canadian team. That's all. That's all. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sticking with it. it. Philly going. Philly's taking it, even though I hate to say it. Philly's gonna win. Philly's gonna <sighs> win. Seventy sixes, baby. Woo hoo! Well, help. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's talk about your avalanche real quick, and then we'll throw it to Scheme. Oh, they got eliminated in uh, Game Seven. Uh, it was it was sad. Um, they got there was a there was a goal that got taken back because Gabe Landeskog was offside. Oh shit! Um, I didn't even know. I won't that. say this. Yeah, no. So um, they were down two three. They scored a goal which would have tied it up three all, but Gabe Land uh, Gabe Landeskog foot was like one half a centimeter on the line when it shouldn't have been. Man. And I will I will say that I agree that it was against the rules. <laughs> I will say it was against the spirit of the rules, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the offside call is to make, to ensure that offense are, uh, offensemen are not on the wrong side of the ice. Gabe Landeskog was merely exiting the ice uh, but yeah, whatever. They uh, the Sharks called uh, the called for the replay, um, and they won, so that took the goal away. And but you know, there's there's other reasons they lost. That right, right, the right, right, reason, right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't want to be that fan and blame the refs, but you know, yeah, it was a, it was, but it's a good run. I was, you know, I can't complain. Second round of the playoffs, we uh, Denver, we had. 15 nights of straight playoff game, which I don't remember ever happening. So. <laughs> I know that's dope. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was it was great. Um, I remember Friday was the first time, and yeah, in two weeks that we didn't have a playoff game in the city. And for brief while, I was like, "What am I going to do tonight?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always interesting hearing hearing you say that in a couple of my coworkers who were really into sports. Um, and I, you know, people talk shit to me all day at work. And when they say shit like that, I'm like, yeah, welcome to the club. It feels nice. It's like that every year, bitch. But all yeah, jokes, no, all jokes gonna, aside. I was, huh? I was going to say this. I was like, uh, my friend was like, I was talking, we were talking about, it. I was like, it's fun. He's like, yeah, this is what Boston goes through every spring. I was like, yeah. Was, yes. Man. <laughs> we're fucking spoiled. And that's, and like, it, it's when you say shit like that and I'm not in shit talking mode you know what i'm saying i'm in listening yeah. mode and like i really take the time and it hits me and it's like oh shit yeah i take that shit for granted like i really do not championships but i expect the teams to be in the playoffs at least every season and uh no it's fucking yeah. nice man when your teams like you said 15 days of straight playoffs with fucking two of the better teams uh obviously in the nation you know because you don't make it there by sucking so congratulations yeah, no, man here's the next season yeah, the next season. Congratulations, Avalanche. Thanks a lot. I had a great one. Can't wait for next season. <laughs> Can't wait till next season. All right. Um, we, can't wait for a game. That's who I can't yeah, wait Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yo, nigga, so we, we're going to talk about the Bruins and shit more in depth because he's a hockey guy, and I'm not, really. I just say, go Boston. So, all right, just listen to uh, this uh, guy that we call bitch. I mean, Scheme. <laughs> Oh, I'm recording this. <laughs> what the fuck happened? So I'm hitting the vaporizer without the fan on. Ah. 
What up, though, nigga? What happened? I said, what up, though? We recorded. I, I recorded all of that. Oh, but, we're really live? You son of a bitch. Yeah, just, just the smoke detector shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was all too right. good. That was too good. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, so I guess we're jumping right into this shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to say happy um, Mother's Day to anybody? Yeah, happy Mother's Day to my mother, sister, Word. cousins, Hell all yeah. of them. Everybody. Word. Happy Mother's Everybody. Day. Happy Mother's Day. Cool. All right. Now now that I caught your um, ass off guard. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, was not expecting that shit. <laughs> Fucking ass. But, um, yeah, so last week, since uh, we missed the NASCAR race, um, oh, yeah. we had the Gander. What was that last week? It was uh, Reno. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had the Gander RV 400. Uh, it ended up being a Monday afternoon. Um, that was at Dover International Speedway. Uh, so we had the stage one winner being Joey Logano. Martin Truex Jr. won stage two and then went on to win the race. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. was the first, obviously, he won the race. Alex Bowman was came in second. Uh, he's the number 88. He's the dude who replaced Dale. Okay. So that's my de facto boy. Uh, then we got Kyle Larson in the number 42, came in third. Kevin Harvick in the number four, came in fourth. And then Chase Elliott, came, uh, the number nine, came in fifth. I didn't really watch that race because obviously Monday afternoon I was at work, but I tried to peek here and there as uh, that race was going on, but obviously didn't see anything crazy happening. Uh, this week, because of Mother's Day, we had a Saturday night race. Oh, nice. Uh, we had the Digital Ally 400 from the Kansas Speedway. Uh, we had Kevin Harvick in the number four winning stage one. Chase Elliott in the number nine winning stage two. And Brad Kozlowski coming out of nowhere. I think he led the last 11 laps or something like that. Uh, and, and won the race in overtime. Uh, they had to do a four lap uh, OT green white checker. Um, but yeah, he ended up holding off the pack and winning, uh, basically because everybody behind him started running side by side. And for you NASCAR noobs, when you're running side by side, that uh, the aerodynamics are all thrown off. So everybody kind of you're basically slowing each other down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gave Kozlowski enough enough space between him and the rest of the pack to hold off everybody and take that win. Uh, that was his third win of the season. So we had Brad Kozlowski in first in the number two. Alex Bowman again in second place in the number 88. This was his third straight week coming in second. So he's getting close to that win. Uh, then we had Eric Jones in the number 20 coming in third. Chase Elliott in the number nine coming in fourth. And Clint Boyer in the number 14 coming in fifth. Tight. Uh, and I did not write down what next week's race is, so we'll cool. get there when we get there. It's cool. Uh, so jumping into the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we last recorded, my Boston Bruins have beat the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, they beat Columbus three to nothing on Monday to win the series four to two. So they have moved on and are facing. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, who had already advanced. Uh, we went over that last week after they swept the Islanders. Uh, unfortunately, Julian's Avs lost to the Sharks. Yeah, we talked about that um, for a little bit. 
yeah, the Avs, they tied up the series, I think, Monday with an OT win, but uh, the Sharks ended up winning Game 7 on Wednesday. So there goes that Bruins-Avs final. Uh, But the story there is Joe Thornton of the Sharks coming coming back to Boston. Uh, I don't know if you ever remember hearing his name, but he was originally drafted by the Bruins, I believe. Yeah. Or he was drafted by somebody and then went and played for the Bruins in his rookie year. But yeah, he, he came up in the Boston system. So cool little story if that happens. But we'll see because uh, they are now facing. Uh, what they got there? They all, the winner of the Stars and the Blues, which um, ended up becoming the Blues. <laughs> the Blues. Uh, they beat. Uh, they tied the series up on uh, last Sunday. I don't remember if I covered that. I don't know if that game happened at that time. Uh, But they tied up the series 3-3 with that win Sunday and then went on to beat the Stars in Game 7 on Tuesday night to win that series. So now we have uh, Boston Bruins and the Hurricanes in the East. And then the West, we got the St. Louis Blues and the San Jose Sharks. Uh, those series have already begun. Like we went over last week, the same basketball. They get mm-hmm. you rolling. Right. <laughs> uh, we've already had two games in the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, game one was on Thursday, where the Bruins beat the Hurricanes 5-2. Um, Bruins kind of started off that series playing like shit. Uh, I would say the first period and a half to so the first two periods. Uh, the Canes were just beating the Bruins to every puck checking them, be playing more physical, but Tuka Rask was incredible in that, kept them in that game. Uh, the Bruins ended up coming back in the third period, scored four unanswered goals to get that 5-2 win. Um, they kept those unanswered goals going into today's game, uh, Sunday's game. So they, I think they got 10 unanswered goals between game one and the first two periods of today's game. Um, they were leading today's game six to nothing until they gave up two late third period goals to the Canes, uh, but they still got that six-two win. So they're now up two nothing over the Hurricanes. Uh, we got game three coming up on Tuesday in Carolina. Hey, nice. Yeah, so nice comfortable lead for the Bruins going to Carolina. So should be all right. Oh, I mean, okay. So I just got home and checking all the sports not to because me and Julian recorded yesterday uh, yeah the fucking Nuggets lost at home to the fucking Trailblazers they fucking lost game 7 at home 100 to 96 wow son of a bitch wow I thought they were gonna win oh well two playoff heartbreakers for the fucking Colorado fans yep Denver being Denver type Uh, maybe next year maybe next year ain't ain't that their like official slogan out there in Denver I believe so. It's on all the t-shirts. <laughs> uh, sorry, Julian. I had to. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so Eastern Conference Finals is uh, 2 nothing Bruins. Uh, out in the West, the Blues and the Sharks, they played one game. They had a game last night. Uh, Sharks beat the Blues 6-3. to uh, I think they took the lead, like, three minutes into the game, and I think the Blues may have tied it at, at one point, and then the Sharks just went on a rampage and just kept scoring. Um, I think, yeah, I don't remember how the Blues got their last two goals because I was busy watching MMA. But, yeah, so one nothing Sharks in that Western Conference Final. 
Oh, so that is the playoffs. Fucking goddamn it. Sigh. Hold on. Oh well. Looking forward to. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, it says, well, lots to look forward to as a Nuggets fan. That's what his text says. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so there was actually a, a decent Bellator card this weekend. Um, Bellator 221. No idea where it was. But um, opening up the card, there was Taiwan Claxton defeating James Bennett, which I didn't see that fight, but it ended uh, by TKO to punches in the third round. Um, punches and bunches. Then uh, your homeboy Jack Swagger, aka in real life Jake Hager, uh, he defeated T.J. Jones by submission. Uh, hit him off with an arm triangle in round one. Uh, but before there was a cool little thing that came out this week. I guess there was a picture of uh, this T.J. Jones dude when he was young. I mean, he had to have been like early teens meeting. Jack Swagger when he was still in the WWE. Oh, shit. Like, shaking his hand and shit like that. So then he, I mean, he goes on to fight him in Bellator this weekend. But, uh, yeah, he, he took the arm triangle loss. Uh, so what happened in this one was uh, Jake Hager ended up holding on to the arm triangle a little too long after Jones had already tapped. Mm -hmm. um, his excuse was that he thought it was Jones, like, trying to defend. He didn't realize it was the ref trying to pull him off. Um, but yeah, I, it just seems like bullshit just by his reaction. Because after the after the thing, he was getting booed, and he's walking out, and he's just smiling like it was the fucking WWE. <laughs> and I, I seen some. I think it was Ariel Hawani or one of one of the MMA reporters posted like, "Are there heel turns in the WWE?" And I mean, are there heel turns in MMA? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was pretty weird. Uh, so shitty move by Jake Hager. That really, if he just wanted to be a dick or. I don't know. Maybe he really did think it was the ref. Uh, it wasn't the ref, I swear. But who knows? Uh, then we had AJ McKee defeating Pat Curran. Um, I thought that was kind of an upset. Um, I didn't really hear much of AJ McKee, but I know Pat Curran's name. Um, but yeah, he lost by unanimous decision. And from what I seen in that fight, it was all McKee. Curran, he didn't win any of the rounds from what I seen. Uh, in the co-main, we had the uh, welterweight Grand Prix semifinal. Uh, it was Douglas Lima versus Michael Venom Page, and Michael Venom Page got knocked the fuck out. Um, I mean, it was bound to happen sooner or later. This was definitely his hardest fight that he's had so far. Um, I mean, not really. Paul Daly was that. That was a tough fight, but. I don't know, he's kind of on the decline, I would say. Mm -hmm. Douglas Lima is a former champion, and he's still in his prime, I would say. Um, but yeah, he. I mean, at one point in this fight, MVP pretended to dribble a ball between his legs. So that just shows the level of showboating this dude is willing to do <laughs> in a fight. But uh, at one point, he tries to throw, um, I think it was a, a right hand, um, but right as he threw the punch, he was fully extended in the punch. Lima kicked out one of his legs. Uh, so he goes, so MVP goes down to the mat. And as like, in the blink of an eye, as he's trying to get up, Lima hits him with an uppercut from hell. Oh, shit. And yeah, he was out, like right from the uppercut, instantly out. Um, 
Once he lands on his back, Lima jumps on top of him, lands two nasty hammer fists before the ref can jump in and stop him. But he was already out from the uppercut. Uh, and yeah, so crazy win. Everybody went nuts. Um, but yeah, so Douglas Lima moves on to face the winner of Neiman Gracie and uh, Rory McDonald, which is going to happen in June. Uh, and then the winner becomes the welterweight champion, and then I think there's a million dollar prize as well. Fucking noise! Yeah. And then uh, main event on the card, we had uh, Patricio Pitbull Freire. Freire? I don't know how to say it. Brazilian dude. Right. Uh, defeating Michael Chandler for the lightweight championship. Uh, Patricio Pitbull, as they call him, is now the Bellator's uh, second double champ. Uh, he is the featherweight champion now. He just won the lightweight championship. Uh, so he is their second champ champ next to Ryan Bader, who's the, the light heavyweight and heavyweight champ. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so this one... Um, Chandler, he, he tried to throw a jab, but got countered with a right that uh, that, that that dropped him. And as he goes down, he rolled to his stomach. Uh, Pitbull hopped on top of his back and starts landing shots. And from like the look of it, it looks like Chandler's out. Like he's getting hit, and he's just kind of bouncing. He wasn't covering. You know how you could tell when somebody's covering up on their belly. Yeah, yeah. His hands would—they just look kind of limp. Uh, so when the ref jumped in and pushed Pitbull off of him. It looked like he kind of came to and decided to protest, but it, it, for, from my angle, it looked like he was out. Uh, so it seemed like a clean win. Uh, he probably there was. may be some protesting, but it seemed legit. Yep, legitimate. Yeah, so yeah, a solid card for Bellator. Um, haven't seen one of those in quite some time, but yeah, it was pretty good. Alrighty. So UFC, uh, some quick news. They announced Nate Diaz is coming back. He's going to be fighting Anthony Pettis. Um, UFC 241 in August. Uh, it's going to be his first fight in three years after losing that second fight to Connor. Um, on the prelims to UFC 237 from last night, uh, BJ Penn got his eighth straight loss when he lost a decision to Clay Guida. Um, he's got to be cut. I mean, he yeah, can't ride. You can't keep going on name alone after eight straight losses. Um, also in the prelims, Ryan Spann demolishes uh, Little Nog, um, who's like 900 in MMA years. <laughs> but uh, they they started trading blows like midway through the first round, and then Spann just lands the uh, nasty uppercut, drop Nog, uh, Little Nog down to the mat already unconscious uh, I think Span landed a couple of shots before the ref jumped in so big big win there for that Ryan Span dude uh, um, but yeah like I said that was that was on the prelims main card we had Irene Aldana defeating Betch Correa uh, by submission in round three and I forgot to write down what it was oh a belly down arm bar um, yeah, pretty slick. She got trying to shake her off the top, and as she used that to like transition to the armbar from the rear naked, so it was a pretty slick move. Then we had Luriano Sarapoli defeating Tiago Alves by unanimous decision. Um, 
Next fight up was Alexander Volkanovsky defeating Jose Aldo by unanimous decision. Uh, he's outperformed Aldo. Um, and this was in Brazil, so, you know, yeah. they went crazy for the, the Brazilian fighters like Aldo and shit. Tons of you are going to die, Chance. <laughs> um, Co-main, we had Jared Cannonier defeating Anderson Silva. Uh, mm. This was a TKO due to a knee injury in round one. Uh, Cannonier was just landing tons of leg kicks that Silva wasn't checking. Uh, then he threw one final one that landed on the inside of Silva's, uh, I believe it was his right knee. And he, he went down instantly, screaming in pain. Um, Cannonier tried to like rush it, rush over to him and throw some blows. Anderson tried to defend, but Herbie was already jumping and waving it off. He's seen it. He knew something was wrong from the scream of the pain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he, he definitely... He, he had to have tore something in this knee. Ugh. He couldn't really walk out of the cage. He was standing. He was standing on his own, but uh, he, he definitely couldn't walk on that. Uh, they booed the hell out of Cannonier in his post-fight interview, obviously, because right. I mean Anderson Silva lost at home. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a huge win for him. Kind of sucks to see Anderson Silva go up, but big win for Cannonier. Then in the main event, we had Jessica Andraz defeating Thug Rose Nami Yunus. Uh, this was a TKO due to a slam in the first round. Damn. Yeah, so uh, Thug Rose was looking amazing in round one, busting up um, Andraz with her her clean ass boxing. Uh, she had a, I think busted up her right eye. No, sorry, left eye. Uh, real early in the fight, um, and then they come out for round two. Um, well, they, it, it happened in the first round, too. Uh, Andrade was trying to go for a takedown, get Rose up against the cage. Rose was countering that by going for, like, a, a Kimura over the back, which basically, if you lift her up and try to slam her while she's in that position, you're going to have a hard time trying to slam her while she's hanging on to that. So coming out in round two, same thing. Andrade gets her up against the cage. Rose goes for that Kimura. Uh, but Andrade, seeing that, switched her grip, gets what they call a high crotch single leg picks Rose up and uh, from what DC was saying because she held on to Andrade's arm when Andrade went to flip her over she landed right on her fucking head and neck like ugly ugly like it was bad Um, and she was instantly knocked out from that I think Andrade landed a couple of blows after she dropped her but yeah she was out from the slam Uh, from what DC was saying if she let go of her arm when Andrade picked her up, she would have just completed the rotation and ended up landing on her back. But because she decided to try to hold on to the submission, she fucking landed hard on her head and neck, and it was ugly. Damn. Um, but in the in the post-fight interview, she said that there was just a huge weight like lifted off her shoulders. I don't think she was built for that champion life. Um, even She said even before like coming into the fight, she was thinking that She's not sure how much longer she has in this. So we may not see Thug Rose back for quite some time, if ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she was just one of those people. She wanted to see if she could win. She won, and she's kind of done with it. That's my. That was my feeling, the way those post-fight interviews went for her. Yeah. Ugly, ugly loss. They went for Andrade, though. Win that shit at home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Spectacular fashion. Yeah, pretty crazy. Word. Yeah, solid card. <clears throat> All right. Uh, 
Where can the good folks follow you, my guy? Follow me at Game 44. Let's follow him. Appreciate you, my nigga. We'll hear from you next week. All right, brother, man. I'll talk right. to you later. Peace. Peace. Good looks, my nigga. Not trying to spoil anything, but he just saw, he seen that Detective Pikachu. I did not see Detective Pikachu, but who fucking cares? And I may see Detective Pikachu. And he may see it, all right? So, I mean, Scam, I know he was he was with his, uh, he was with his nephew. Um, but yeah. Cool. Fucking, we're going to talk about a little baseball and a little softballs. Okay. <clears throat> how's, yeah, your, um, how's your MLB team doing? Mine is crawling its way back to 500. Uh, my beloved Rockies are now only two games below 500. Uh, they've had a couple good games. Uh, they played the Padres and blew them out uh, last night. And the night and the day before, it was actually snowing in the stadium, and they. Huh. They beat uh, their opponents handily. I think it was like eleven to two or something like that. Nice. So, yeah, it's uh, they've been doing well. Uh, you know, still early and all that, uh, but right. it would be really nice to get out of May like plus five hundred. Agreed. Uh, same with the Sox here. They're two games over, um, I believe. Five hundred twenty-one and nineteen. They killed the Mariners this weekend, uh, at least yesterday and today. Um, yeah. It's still early. Yeah. I watched a nice thing where Bryce Harper hit a uh, home run for uh, like a special boy. I don't know if he was sick or something. Nah. But the boy, like, yeah, like last year the, he met, uh, it, was, it was not Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, sorry. He met Mike Trout last year and was like, you should hit a home run. And then Mike did it. And then this year he met him again and was like, you should hit another home run. And he did it again. Mike Trout hit so, another home run. Holy shit. Yeah. But the little kid looked very excited. And then I was, but the sound was off at the bar and I was like, is he sick? Why does he keep meeting Mike Trout? <laughs> <laughs> he he, he so, keeps getting wishes. I hope the kid he's isn't sick. I hope he's just like wealthy or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not the kid. Well, maybe the kid. I don't know. No, maybe I understand. Like I get it. It's like that Michael Jackson <laughs> old. Never mind. I'm not even going to talk about it. Fucking. Uh, it bothers me how much the fucking uh, how much fucking NBA plays Michael Jackson in their bones. Oh, because we don't give a fuck. That's a white people problem. I know. <laughs> Straight up. You know how many fucking assholes we have to tolerate who are monsters? Please. Nobody's worried about Michael Jackson in the black community. If the shit is true. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it is. No, no. I mean, that's fine. Fuck Donald Trump's president. <laughs> Jesus. Niggas is worried about a dead guy. Come on. But, uh, we, um, it is like Julie said, it's really early in baseball. Really early. Um, it's hard for me to get excited about it. For two reasons, because baseball's not really my thing. And it's still really fucking early. Um, All-Star break is usually when I start to watch some games. But that's about it. 
Well, we're, yeah, we're officially like a fourth of the way through the season. Mm-hmm. Or third. So we, the first third of the season is about done. All right, we get these but, top two teams plus my team, AL East. Rays in first place, 23 and 14. Yankees in second place, 23 and 15. Red Sox in second place, or uh, excuse me, third place. Like I said earlier, 21 and 19. AL Central, we got the Twins in first, 24 and 13. Indians in second, 20 and 18. And in the AL West, we've got Astros, number one, 24 and 15. And the Mariners, who just lost to the Red Sox at 20 and 22. On the National League side, on the NL West, the Dodgers uh, are winning in a handily uh, with 26 to 15. Those D-bags at 22 and 17. Uh, Rockies are in fourth place with 18 and 20. In the NL Central, the Cubs lead with a 23 and 14 uh, record. Milwaukee right behind them with a 24 and 17 record. I imagine they have some games in hand. And Philadelphia leading Atlanta. Uh, 21 to 16, and Atlanta with 19, uh, just below 500 at 19 and 20. So, those uh, those are your National League standings. But I want to put on a little focus on some place we never focus on: New York varsity varsity softball. New York varsity softball. New York high school varsity softball. High school. Give a shout out to Shannon Becker, who pitched a perfect, perfect game, striking out all 21 batters she faced uh, on that time. It's the first time that has ever been reported uh, in, well, certainly in the New York varsity softball, but as far as I know, most uh, most sports. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I I can't, I'm, you know, I'm not a statistician, but I don't, I can't recall <laughs> any professional player doing that either no i mean it's but uh, yeah it's like this is like cheryl uh cheryl miller scoring 100 points in high school right some crazy shit like oh that bitch is special yeah. we need to make a league surrendered around her right, let's see. <laughs> cheryl cheryl <laughs> i've never decried reggie with taunts of Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, congratulations to Shannon Becker of, I assume, upstate New York. This is New York. Um, but she's a sophomore, and that's that's a hell of a thing. Striking out 21 batters in seven innings. She's a sophomore. She's a woman, which means she can be a potential mother if she chooses so. And once again... I would like to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms, whether you're listening or not. We love you and we support you. Uh, happy Mom's Day, Mom. And to... Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, happy Mom, I know you don't listen. Um, I'm glad you don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you, too. This is like the equivalent of having porn magazines hidden in your room as a child. <laughs> like, please don't find this fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, you can follow us all collectively at TMS Report on the interwebs. 
I'm at Julian C. Mitchell because that's my name. And I am at the Beatnik. Once again, happy Mother's Day. And we'll hear talk to y'all next week. See y'all. October 92, when you push me out It was only right that I made a song about you Ain't no telling why I'd be if I went without you Wish I would've stayed in school, but I dropped out You taught me how to be strong, gotta give praise When the times got hard, you always made ways Even though I barely got the new J You made sure the kid kept a temp fade And you kept my PlayStation with some new games And you bought me freezy cups with your loose chains my daddy never was a running too lame. I think that's why I quit school and start to shoot things. My mama taught me how to tie my shoes. My mama taught me how to cook my noodles. Mama told me don't spend all my money with the jeweler. I bought some real estate, plus I'm investing in my shooters. Had to write a letter to my mom, dude. I know you proud of me, but I'm proud too. You the only woman now I get some vows to. I'm still your baby, even though I got a child too. I paid it off, ain't no mortgage or no rent, dude. Yeah, she got a Range Rover and a Benz too. It's a hard job, but women raise men too. Ma, you never left my side, and I thank you. I see you struggling, I think it left a scar. I did some things when I was young that broke your heart. Broke your heart. I'm the one that stole the cookies out the jar. Out the jar. I'm the one that went and stole the neighbor's car. Neighbor's car. Times got hard, started selling hard. Selling hard. Before I see you stressing, I'ma break the law. Break the law. I was selling weed, I never mowed the line. Mow the line. Commit a burglary and take it to the pond. To the pond. When I went to YDC, you was there. Oh God. If I had a school hearing, you was there. That's so okay. bad. When you had the Ford minivan, let me drive the city. Trans baggy at your bowls and some Timberlands. Me and my baby mom was beefing, you didn't give a damn. You didn't never pick a side, told me be a man. I'ma raise my kids, nothing like my dad. I'm a better dad, you the best mama I could ever have. Had to write a letter to my mom, dude. I know you proud of me, but I'm proud too. You the only woman now I get some vows to. I'm still your baby, even though I got a child too. I paid it off, ain't no mortgage or no rent, dude. Yeah, she got a Range Rover and a Benz too. It's a hard job, but women raise men too. Ma, you never left my side, and I thank you.